Wow. <laughs> I can't hit the applause button anymore because the applause button starts the uh, starts the music over. Oh, what Which is weird. that's the coffee. Yeah, so if you I found out if you spill coffee all over this thing, then you your buttons kind of operate correctly. Well, they just get they seem to get a mind of their own. Yeah, yeah. Welcome. Yeah. Welcome to the two by two podcast. I'm Danny. I'm Harold. And uh we are from Burlington Baptist Church, brought to you today by our friends at CrossFit Northern Kentucky. Yes. And from our good friends at Northern Kentucky Olive. Kentucky yeah. Olive, sorry. Kentucky Olive Prevail. <laughs> <laughs> Kentucky Olive. We live in Northern Kentucky, but it is Kentucky Olive, purveyors of fine oils and balsamics, and um, we have now tried yeah. some of the oil. We had some of the garlic, too, last night. Yeah, so Tina put it on, I think it was, um, yeah, so she put it on chicken before she grilled it. Yeah. And it was really good. We, we, we it did was the really same good. thing last night. You used yeah. uh, garlic the or garlic Tuscan, butter. did you? Yeah, yeah. Now, the, the, Tom recommends the Tuscan. Yeah. I, so we'll try that. I mean, what's, what's he say it's good on? I don't remember <laughs> everything. everything. Well, no, he said something. So he told me something specifically as well. He said that Tuscan's really good on something specific, but shrimp maybe. Uh, <laughs> sneeze, but um, also bless you. Uh, there's a, there's a butter yeah. in there, and that he said that's good on popcorn. Oh yeah, I'm guessing the old school put it in a pan popcorn, which is my favorite popcorn. Oh yeah, that's good stuff. Gets the oil all. So you can get this at the uh, mall. Yep, and uh, some good stuff. Mall. And we have some friends at Answers in Genesis. Genesis. Yeah. yeah, we love those guys. Thank you for yes. all of your support. Awesome. Yep. So uh, we're going to pray in here in a minute, but we've got this gospel to every home. Hey, did you mention you had a new grandson? No, I'm, I was waiting. I was going to try. I figured you <laughs> listen. I figured you guys had a pool on how long it would take me, so I was going to try to wait it out so that somebody else would win. But I have a new grandson. His name is Led- Ledger Scott McKeon. He is awesome. Um, he is big. He eats all the time and he sleeps most of the time. So he was nine pounds, eight ounces, and twenty-two inches long. And he is, um, you know, it's really funny too because, like, I was we were over there yesterday. We dropped off dinner. We didn't stay for very long, and I've tried not to really kind of stay a whole lot. But I think I've been over there every day. (laughs) It's the truth. But no, you know, you kind of try not to stay every day a long time because I know that they want to get some sleep and they want to get some rest. And they've had visitors, but man, I just love watching Gabby. With the baby, and then Tina, yeah, just with the baby, just walking around, and That's she good. was she had the baby on her shoulder, and she was you know giving her this, and was doing like working with her other hand, and I was like, man, she's an old pro. That's good. Yep. That's good. So it's just awesome. I like seeing Jesse with the baby too, but I I like seeing Gabby and Tina with the baby yeah. more. Yeah. Well, good. So you know, last week when we recorded this, Ledger hadn't got here yet. Seven thirty six. Yep. Right after, right after the podcast aired, yep. once you and I figured, well, once you, I mean, I can't take any credit. Once you figured out how to get it loaded to the to the Facebook page, yeah, we, we had it on there twice. There, yeah, we, we did. Delete one. Yeah, we did. But uh, and we and we had some comments on there. Tom has commented. I think a couple other people commented, and we're going to go over some of that today. But won't you pray us in? Yep, Lord, thank you for the gospel. We love talking about it because it is. Your power into salvation to everyone who believes, and uh, we can preach the gospel, share the gospel, explain the gospel, and uh, through the work of your Spirit, you uh, you open our eyes to our need of a Savior, and uh, we can turn from our sins and believe upon Jesus and be saved and have the gift of eternal life, and uh, we want to to make that known, and, and uh, we just thank you for the privilege to talk about the gospel, and uh, we thank you for Danny's new 
grandson, Ledger. Thank you for a healthy baby boy. And uh, we give you praise for that. And thank you for all of our listeners today. We pray a special prayer for Tom as he's recovering from this knee surgery. And bless him, Lord, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So, um, I, so you know, the three-circle method is one that you kind of led the service off with and you and you shared with, with Beth. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I've got some questions about that because um, not that I don't really know about the methods, but you, you really got in there, right? You really got in there. Um, and, and it's very simple. Yeah. It's three, you know, yeah. It's, there's God's design and then there's sin and then there's, you know, redemption and repentance and, and you know, gospel. in the gospel, right? So yeah. it, it's not a complicated. It's, yeah. It's three steps. Ex- explaining yeah. those steps is a little bit uh, yeah. different. And then, you know, I think a lot of people, you know, when I'm watching, I'm always constantly thinking, you know, I've, I've talked to people about this before. A lot of times you don't get to the you don't get to the point where they're like, let me explain these two things to you, but we're going to talk more about that today. And yeah. some of the simplified stuff, um, but of course in my, my college, they taught the Romans road mm-hmm. sure, and, and that's a good one. I wrote it in the front of one of my Bibles where I can go, yeah. you know, this, I've, this, 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 I've got those. Yeah. That's yeah. Good so, so, just, you know, I got to talk to the ladies class yesterday and, uh, you know, there's lots of ways to share the gospel. None of them's wrong. If you know, it's just <laughs> right. kind of getting to the gospel, uh, Romans road. Uh, we, we, when we take out this information this summer, we're going to have a little acronym with uh, acrostic. It is with gospel that kind of talks about you know sin and and uh, Jesus paying the price for our sins and uh, and and then we're going to have these little tracks and sometimes it's good just to walk through a track with someone and uh, you can talk about you know we're separated from God and Jesus provides a way for us to be restored to relationship and so tracks are good. We call tracks is just. This is just gospel information. Tiny which, pamphlets. Yeah, tiny pamphlets that you yeah. can leave. Yeah. Yep. So, I've, I, you know, it's nice to have one of those with you sometimes and if you don't have time to, to get into it. Um, but three circles, uh, the, there's three circles. One's God's design, as he said, and then brokenness and the gospel. Obviously, the gospel is where we want to spend most of our time. But often when we're talking to someone, the brokenness comes out because people have got stuff going on in their lives, families, children, grandchildren, work, and and often you kind of hear that, and you you uh, you know you can pray for those needs, uh, but sometimes we we go back to God's design. You know, God had a design for us, and He's given us instructions for our family, our marriages, our work, and and you know we we depart from God's design. That's called sin. Right. And so we go from we do it our way instead of God's way. Right. And uh, we've all seen, but that leads to brokenness. And I think right. most of us can relate to sure. it to some degree or another of brokenness. And uh, and sometimes it's in the brokenness that God reveals to us, helps us to see something needs to change. Right. And we've tried other things. We've tried to fix it ourselves, or you know, like I said, some people try to medicate it, or some people try to all kinds of things. But uh, but then we're able to get to the gospel, and we're able to say that Jesus came to fix uh, our greatest problem which is sin and our separation from god and and uh and and the gospel part of it is just you know god so loved us that he sent jesus and jesus came and he lived a perfect life according to god's design he went to the cross died for our sins buried raised again offers to forgive us and so we we spend most of that time you know just kind of explaining the good news of the gospel right and uh, people in brokenness need to hear that good news. And uh, and then we tell people how to respond to that. You turn from your sins, repent, and and believe upon Jesus. I want to talk about belief a little bit this, this week. I'm going to be uh, Acts 16. Don't give uh, it away. 
Yeah, that's but, a pretty good sermon in there. But uh, yeah, what 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 exactly is belief? <laughs> right. Uh, so <laughs> repent and believe, and then when you respond to the gospel and you're saved, I mean that's what we want people to do is be saved. Then then you can kind of recover God's design. You you get into the Word, and, right? And you say, well, what does God say about my marriage, or what does God say about how I raise my kids, or right. and uh, and as a church, we want to help people to you know pursue Those, God's design. Well, and, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna well, let me stop right there real quick. Yeah, because. Um, I think this is important. I think that we could probably cover some of the questions that I think that people might encounter. Do you expect you and I probably could do it? Jeff could probably do it. I think Beth and and that could probably do it. Do you expect the people when they say, "What is God's design for my marriage?" Do you expect most people to be able to turn right to the portion oh, of the book? No. no, right? Yeah, I can get a couple of, I know a couple of places. I know Ephesians, I know in, in Genesis, I know, you know, um, when yeah. Christ talks about it, in, I think it's Matthew, where it talks about it. I can get there. Yeah. But most people are not going to know right where to turn in a Bible, sure. right? So don't don't be intimidated yeah. by that. Right. 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 So there there is, got, so God's design is just his word, and uh, and yeah, you have to have some help, especially new believers, to kind of know right. where to look and, and how to do that, so certainly part of it. I do know, if you type in God's design for marriage in the Bible, that Google will take you to quite a few of the verses. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a lot which, of cool tools. Yeah. That, I'm just giving, you know, just giving some, some, yeah. so, so you, you know, you talk about the three circles and we'll get back kind of to, towards this <clears throat> for the average person, you know, there are, there are questions that I believe I know, mm-hmm. but when I'm asked by someone, they become difficult, right? So I'm going to give you one that I didn't think about. And it's actually something that had happened to me recently. And they said, well, just who exactly is Jesus? Yeah. Well, and it, of course, I had to th- I had to sit back and think about something. Hmm. You know, because I can give you about four hours. Yeah. Explaining where he came from, who he was, what. He, but who exactly was Jesus? Give us a give us a abridged version of of what yeah. what that would be. Because I feel like that's a question somebody would ask. Yeah. Well, I, I'd begin by saying he's the eternal Son of God, and right. go to John one one. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God. God. He was, was God. God. He right. became flesh. Verse fourteen. And so and he was God. Yeah. He was mm-hmm. God with God, Creator there at the creation. Part of the Trinity, Father, mm-hmm. Son, and Spirit, and we get to explain that sometimes. Right, uh, but but he became man. He, we celebrate that again at Christmas. He was born as a baby, uh, and so he, he's able to. The reason the cross is so important is that, that Jesus was able to represent us because he was a man. Right, he's able to represent God because he is God, and uh, he's able to be a sacrifice because it, he was a perfect lamb. Yeah, Old yeah. Testament, you got to bring a a. a, a animal without blemish well jesus was without blemish in that regards and and so there's one mediator between god and man the the god man jesus christ and so he he was god he became man and so we we I call him the infinite god man he he's both god and man right. and just a perfect plan to yeah. to be able to stand before god as god and stand on behalf of man right. and so he's our substitute and uh and of course we we know the life of jesus through the gospels we have his teachings uh, but he he's more than just a good teacher. He he was God, and um, and then most importantly, what he did for us was going to the cross to pay the penalty for our sins. And uh, so, in that regard, he's our substitute. Yep. And so, when we come to faith, uh, he he takes our sin upon himself, and not only does he pay for our sin, but he gives us his righteousness. And so, then we're invited to pray, and we're, we we've got all these privileges as 
when we stand in the righteousness of Christ through faith. And uh, and so uh, we we want to tell people who Jesus is. A lot of people they you know they've heard of Jesus and they know you know something about him being born, and, right. but they don't know he was God. Yeah. And uh, the reason why well, and the reason I started with with, with that question is because. You know, I think sometimes when you talk to people, and 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 again, you have to think we take, I take for granted sometimes that that most people around here grew up like I did, where they went to church and they got a they got an understanding of Jesus, they got a decent understanding of of the major yeah. kind of stories in the Bible and what they were. The you know you got the fall and the flood and the and yeah. the, you know all this other stuff. Well, there's a lot of people where they're like, I don't know any of that. Yeah, I'm sure. I, I've, you know, uh, you know, we're talking this week about uh, someone that we met where they basically said, you know, we went to church our whole life, but I don't have any real Bible knowledge, right? Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah, you know that, and that's okay. Yeah. Um, but you know, those are some of the questions. But I mean, the most important thing would be, you know, Jesus is the Jesus was the gift that made me perfect in God's sight, and yeah. it makes you perfect in God's sight, and and you know, without Him, yeah, I can never look that way. Yeah, right. So John three sixteen, God so loved the world. That he gave his only son, Jesus, that whoever believes in him, that's faith, mm-hmm. has everlasting life. And so they're, they're able to uh, find forgiveness and eternal life through Jesus. Yep. And uh, we love to tell people about Jesus, but also realizing that some people know the name, but they don't know who yep. he was and, and what he did for us. Why he went to the cross, why that was why he had to do that. Right. And uh, we, we want to be able to, to share that and explain that. And, uh, and we love to do that. Yep. How about this one? How about this one? Well, I can't. I can't come over there to that church if I do. The walls are going to come tumbling down. Do you immediately go? Well, you should see our worship pastor. Yeah, I'm okay. like, have you seen our worship pastor? <laughs> have you seen him? What? Yeah. No. No. I, you know, I love that question, don't you? Because no, I mean, absolutely, Jesus do. came to yes. to save sinners, yep. and uh, we're all sinners. We sin different ways, but we're all sinners. And uh, he. Hebrews seven twenty five. He's able to save to the uttermost, and uh, it, it doesn't matter. He, his his sacrifice is greater than your sins, and uh, your, your sins might be many. But I mean, Paul persecuted the church. Yeah. I mean, what's worse than killing Christians? Well, God no. God saved him and yeah. used him to plant churches, to write half of the New Testament. I mean, and he yeah. considered himself the chief of sinners. Yeah. And there are a lot of people who think, well, he he didn't have nothing on me. Well, maybe not, but he was. <laughs> Paul was pretty bad, man. I mean, yeah. you know, if you look back through Acts before his, you know, before his conversion on Damascus Road, yeah, I mean, he was a pretty rotten guy. Yeah, but uh, you say rotten guy, but he was he was not. Uh, uh, he was a religious. guy. He was a religious guy and not a Christian. Yeah, right, which yeah. will get you in trouble every time. And then we got the story of the thief on the cross. Yeah. I mean, he's getting he's being crucified because he deserves it. And yet he cries out in faith to Jesus, and Jesus said, "Today you'll be with me in paradise." And so, uh, I, I doubt you've got anything on the thief on the cross. I mean, yeah. he's he's uh, he's a pretty bad guy. And yeah. so, uh, we're all sinners, though. We, you know, Jesus he didn't come to to save the righteous; he came to save sinners. And so, if you would consider yourself a sinner, then you're 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 invited. And uh, so, oh, you'll laugh at this. You know how my sense of humor is sometimes. And, uh, I had, there's a person that has been coming to our church now for a while. And when I told him, I was like, man, you ought to come, you know, blah, blah, blah. He's like, well, I don't want to go over there with all them hypocrites. And I said, well, come on over, man. We all could use one more. Yeah. 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 We, I mean, I see one in the mirror. Yep. Pretty, every day. Pretty regularly. Yeah. But he, he needs to sit under the word. And uh, <laughs> I do. The, the, the he is I. But you know, and it, it took him, 
Yeah. You know, because you, you'll hear about, and I've heard that. You know, what I mean, these are all things that I've that I've over over oh, yeah. the course of many many years of of telling people, man, why don't you come to church? And and I mean, you know, I've always been a church inviter. Yeah. You, you know, because sure. I figured the easiest way to do is let's let's get in here, and then that, now I've got a team on my side where I'm yeah. not so you That's know. Good. But but it's one of those deals where they're like, you know, I'll hear people go, well, you know, people a bunch of people that go to church are just a bunch of hypocrites, and, yeah. and I'll hear people explain it away. Yeah. It's like, no, there's uh, no explaining that you're away. Right. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Everyone sitting in there is a hypocrite. We, and We were talking about that in our men's group uh, mm-hmm. this week about, you know, Paul in Romans 7. Wretched man that I am. I, I do the things I don't want to do. The things I, I know to do, I don't do them. Man, I, we all can. <laughs> it's the hardest verse to, to wrap that. your head around. What, but once you do, you're like, oh, he's absolutely right. Yeah. I mean, we, we're saved and are pastors, but we sin. And we, yeah. we don't want to, but we do. We but we're invited to confess our sins and, and we find his forgiveness anew and, and, uh, we, we need his help, but we're, we're not, we're not there. We're, we're all yeah. works in progress. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Every day, every day, all the time. Yeah. You know, I'll, I'll catch myself and I'll go, man, that is not a thought that you are supposed to have. Yeah. You know, but Jesus, about, you know, he, he went and he went to Matthew, the tax collectors and they were the most despised. And, uh, you know, the religious people like, he's eating with, Sinners and publicans. Yeah, absolutely. He yeah. he came to save them. So you ever think about, and I didn't mean to cut you off there, but you ever think about the the irony of of the Pharisees and Sadducees telling Jesus, well, you're eating with these, these scourge of the earth and everything else, and then Paul coming back to Peter and going, hey, dude, remember yeah. when you weren't eating with the Gentiles? And I, It's so funny because Paul was one of those, not, not that particular group, but that was yeah. where he was. That's where he lived, yeah. spent his life. It, it, but, but I mean, it's the truth, right? I mean, he doesn't go. It, the the Great Commission doesn't say go and you know share the gospel and baptize just the people you think deserve it. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's every single person. And we talk about this regularly. I mean, we have all these records of David who had a, a heart for God, and yet he commits adultery and murder. We have, we have. I mean, just you name name the person. They, right. I mean, Peter is the rock, and he denies Jesus three times. And so we, sees the resurrected Jesus and then goes back to fishing. Yeah. By the way. Yeah. Peter. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> we, none of us have arrived and uh, forgive us if we are hypocrites, but we'd love yeah. for you to come and hear about Jesus. And, and absolutely. Uh, he's the real deal. The rest of us will probably let you down. I guarantee. Uh, well, I, there's not yeah. probably to it. Yeah. We're going to let you down at some time. You know, yeah, when my kids were little, I would tell them all the time, I'm like, I'm going to mess up and I'm going to, you know, of course yeah. they probably don't remember, but when they were, you know, and I told my son a lot, I was like, but God will never let you down. I said, so if, you know, yeah. you always look to him. And Yeah. And the other thing that, that I hear is, uh, you know, I got to get some things, you know, yes. and uh, my buddy Johnny, he, he, uh, that used to be his answer. He was a farm guy right up the road from my first church and he was like, well, I'm working on it and I got, I get, I'm like, Johnny, you, you. You can't work, work all it. you can, but God take you and he'll save you and he'll help you. But uh, if you wait until you get it all fixed up, you're in trouble. So, yeah, well, and well, I mean, you hear that a lot. Yeah. Like, man, I've got to get, let me get some stuff squared away and then I'll get in there to church. Like, yeah. why? Jesus will save you yeah. at the worst possible point. He doesn't care. You, yeah. you know what I mean? I mean, he, that sin that you're, that you're living in is no different than, yeah. Then, then he, it's nothing he hasn't seen before yeah. and nothing that he hasn't healed before and he hasn't saved before. You know, that's, that's a hard sure. thing. I mean, you know, and I, and if anybody wants, I'll, I'll speak to you from experience. I mean, I, I, I'm still not a great guy sometimes, but you know, yeah, Christ saved me from yeah 
Terrible places. Titus 3, 5, not by works of righteousness that you've done, but because of his mercy he saved you. And It's not works. We're not going to be any boasting in heaven and saying, oh, look look what I did. No, it's I was a sinner, a wretched sinner, and you saved me, and uh, praise to the Lamb. So... That, those are just a couple of the questions. What are, what are some of the things? And anyway, I like to. I mean, I like to do this. I like to th- let everybody know. You know, I've said a million times to to people when they were like, "Well, what if I don't have the answer?" And what if I don't know what to say? And I was like, "Well, I'm going to guarantee you that you don't have the answer yeah. all the time, and I'm going to guarantee you that you're probably going to get asked a question you can't answer." Yeah. So, or or you're going to, you know, the Holy Spirit will guide you. They know that your intention. Yeah. God knows that your intention is to tell someone about Jesus Christ. He is not going to allow you to screw that up. Yeah. I mean, and I've said to people, you know, that's a good question, and, <laughs> and we can talk about that. Sure. But let me first let me first explain the gospel. Right. And, Do it. And we can come back to, to that, or yeah. or I need to I need to read some more about that myself, and uh, maybe we can talk about the gospel, and maybe I can come back next week, and we can talk about that further. Uh, most of the time, when uh, someone responds to the gospel, whatever their question was, it wasn't as important anyway. Because <laughs> it's true. The main it's thing true. is, it's I have Jesus, and uh, he he'll help you uh, with sin and strongholds and and all the things. He he's just our helper, our comforter. He sends his spirit. And we're and uh, but but we really want to. I tell people you can't you won't have the answers to everything, but no. you you got the main thing, and that's Jesus died for sinners and. Uh, he, he invites you to to call out to him in faith and be saved. Which which kind of leads me into another question. I get some people that'll go, you know, I just don't know enough about this book to get saved. And I was like, you don't have to know anything. Yeah, all faith. you have to yeah, all you have to know is you have to believe mm-hmm. that Jesus Christ died for your sin on that cross and was resurrected. Yeah, and and beat death. That's yeah. all you have to really know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, we'll get. You know, you're supposed to be, you're supposed to understand that the sin that you have is wrong, and that, and yeah. you're supposed to be, you know. Uh, yeah. So we want to explain the gospel, right. and uh, but Jesus said you must come like a child, and the child, a child doesn't understand everything, but they they trust their their dad or their mom, or they they trust because they know that you love them, and right. it's kind of the same way with Jesus. You don't you don't understand everything. You grow now. If you've been saved for twenty years and you still don't know nothing, then <laughs> you you need to yeah get the diapers off and get yeah. in the word, but. But for new believers, what does that get your bib off and put on your put on your apron? Yeah, 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 yeah. that's good. Yeah. So uh, another question: We're sitting, and 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 I see this some too, and it seems like a natural progression. You're talking to somebody, and they're they're interested, and they say, you know, I I got a Bible, but I mean, I just don't even know where to start. Where can, where do you where would you point someone to start? Yeah, I, I would normally start in the Gospels, Gospel John. John, if, that's where I always say. I mean, we want you to know Jesus, sure, first and foremost. Uh, but th- but then you need some help, you know, to see how the Old Testament is really pointing us to Jesus. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I would start there. And the Spirit, you know, when you're saved, the Spirit helps you to understand things that maybe you've read before and you're like, I don't get a clue what this means. Well, the Spirit will help you. Sure. And and you want to get in a, a Bible study group and, yeah. and learn together. We need each other. And uh, <laughs> Yes, we do. And we learn stuff all iron the time. Iron sharpens iron. Yeah. We, we yeah. learn stuff. I mean, we're always learning stuff. And there's, there's times I read stuff and I'm like, I've read this Bible many times. I, I don't ever remember reading that before. And, I, and if I did, I didn't know what it meant. Right. But, but. Okay, I, I say, you know, and then, like I said, I've got probably answers. Book of John for me is one of those ones. It's easy to read. Yeah. And it's, and, and it's really in depth on like the passion and the, and the crucifixion sure. and things like that. This, not, not like all of it's important. But the, I think Mark is really good. 
Mm-hmm. Um, it's short chunks of yep. his Galilean ministry, and it's it's you get to know who Jesus is now. I think you should read, obviously, Matthew and Luke, but for a new believer, I'd probably wait yeah. <laughs> wait on yeah. those a little bit. Yeah. Um, but, you know, and stuff like that. I think James is always really good. It's very easy to understand. Yeah, yeah, very practical stuff yeah. and, and things like that. So there's, you know, and I mean, go go through it with them. The first chapter of John is awesome. Yeah. You know, I mean, especially when it starts, you know, the first chapter of John starts very similar to the, to the first back, first chapter of Genesis. Yeah. So, sure. um all right, so we've covered some questions. What do you think? What do you what 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 kind of things do you think people are encounter just to get them get them ready? Well, I just you know people have fears, and uh, even the ladies yesterday. I'm like, listen, it doesn't it doesn't have to be a particular uh, method of sharing your faith. You, if if nothing else, you know, I use the illustration. We know the disease right. is sin. Sin leads to death. It causes separation from God, and we know the cure is the cross and the blood of Jesus. And if we don't know anything else, we know to tell people your sin has separated you from God and it's going to send you to hell. But Jesus came to pay for your sins and uh, he died died for your sins. And if you will believe on him, you can be saved. And I mean, there's more to it, but but bottom bottom line is is that. Yeah. And so we want people to feel comfortable uh, sharing the gospel. Uh, we want to go and give gospel materials to our neighbors. I'm really excited about that. Uh, Sunday, we just talked about, you know, a lot of churches are in decline. Oh, yeah, you preached on Sunday after, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but they're on decline because they're not sowing gospel seeds. Right. And it takes some work. If you, if you raise a garden, it takes some work. And uh, if we want to see people saved, it takes some work. you got to get the gospel out there. You, you pray and weep over the lost, and then you go to work, and you take the gospel. Sometimes you, you water the seeds. Uh, you, you talk to people all the time, and you sow seeds every chance you get, and Sometimes try to, you, you try to, you know, I deeper. try to, yeah. And, um, uh, and then if they ask me some stuff, then I get to, you know, I get to talk a little bit, which is, I mean, that's the kind of thing. Um, but so be interested to see if anybody, um, well, I think it would be cool if people who are listening or if you're, if you're listening to this, put down something in the comments that, that, yeah. sc- that you're scared of. That would help us to kind of, you know, and I mean, there's a lot to be, I mean, there is, it's, it's, it's yeah. a little, it's intimidating. I sure. wouldn't say scary as, as much as I would say intimidating. Um, but you know, it's it's one of those things where you'd be surprised that people will generally talk to you about church and and Jesus. It's it's interesting. You know, we we talk about at restaurants and stuff. Um, you ask a, a waitress, "We don't, can can I pray for you? What yeah. what can I pray for you?" Uh, sometimes I forget to do that, but then I'll pray. We 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 pray at the table. We were at Zozo's, and uh, I looked up and I watched our, our waitress, and she kind of was peeking over, like, "Are those are they praying before they eat their food?" You know, so it's yeah. it, even something like that. Right. Yeah. yeah. We'll remind you. I, I'm reading a book just uh, kind of halfway through called Gospel, The Gospel Conversational Church. And I really like it. It's just always looking for those kind of opportunities right. to, to plant some gospel seed. And, but, but as pastors, we our part of our job is to equip the saints. And so this summer we will do a lot of training on uh, different ways to, to make sure you, sh- you know, share your testimony, share the gospel through three circles or use a track or uh, – you know, if if nothing else, invite them to church, yep. and uh, hopefully they'll come and hear the gospel preached. And and uh, but but if you've if you've been saved, you you know what you did. You you heard what Jesus did, and you said, "I I believe in that." And uh, you tell that to others. Yep. And God there's something you. in your there's generally something in your story that will yeah. resonate with someone. I, I believe. Yeah. Um. So you know, one of the things that I think it was important for me a long time ago to to realize. Um, 
And again, this is easier to accept from a total stranger than it is from somebody you care very deeply about. And you should care about strangers too. I'm not saying that, but you know, from like your kid or your brother or your sister or whatever is when Christ talks about throwing the seeds and and some land on the rocks and they don't ever sprout and some land and the ground with the short, they they don't take deep root and they get, you know, burnt by the sun, but some land in the fertile ground. So you may have to sow a bunch of seeds to get a couple fruit trees. Yeah. And that's, and, you know, it's tough. That That's a that's kind of tough because you want everybody to yeah. understand how, this great gift that you have, right? You want, like, yeah. why are you not doing this? Yeah. You know? <laughs> well, we, yeah, we, we got the best news and yeah. uh, we, we're not so much responsible for the ground, but, but right. for sowing. Right. And, uh, you know, the law of the harvest says if you, you sow enough seeds, you're going to see a harvest. Right. And uh, God's the God of the harvest and uh, whether Whatever you do, whether you water or so, I mean, he he gets the glory, and uh, we want that. But but we certainly want our we want people, especially right around the church. We we God planned us here for a reason, and right. so we want them to know. Do you think there's a there's a contingency of folks out there who are interested or, or really think that they like to get involved in church or be saved, but they they feel I don't have enough information about it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, faith comes from hearing and hearing from the word of of Christ. And yeah, how can they believe on him and who they never heard? How can they hear unless someone? So I mean, God's plan is for the church to take this good news. Right. Well, I mean, it's a it's a sad thought for me to think yeah. that there might be what would we say within three miles of here, eight thousand people possibly 8, homes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, it would be it, it would be a sad thought to think that as we sit here in the middle of the square of Burlington, yeah, that there's. Out of those eight thousand people, there's two hundred that are like, man, I, I, you know, I think there's something to this Christianity thing. Yeah. If somebody would just explain something to me, yeah. and we not do that, and we've been talking about this year. I mean, people are, right. are receptive when we're right. getting a lot of visitors, and uh, some of them, you know, have different backgrounds, but many of them say, you know, I'm, I'm lacking in teaching, hearing, understanding the word, right? And uh, that's exciting to, yeah. I think, to, yeah, to know that God sent them here, and we want to give them the word, and so. We're looking forward to just uh, doing a lot of evangelism discussions the next few weeks and and helping people feel comfortable sharing their faith. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome. Uh, I, I, it's it's cool to see some excitement around it. Yeah, you know what I mean, like people yeah. are kind of excited about it. you. Hear people talking about it. It's yeah. not. But well, the ladies yesterday they they were all kind of you know train us. They've written down everything. Every verse. <laughs> Tina was so Tina was laughing because she's like. This gospel to every home thing was this Harold's idea, and I was like, "Well, no." I said, I, "It's nice of you to think that he has that." Kind of <laughs> <laughs> and I explained it to her, you know how it kind of works. So I said, "It's a charge from the KBC." I said that we, you know, we can get out and and, and evangelize, especially now yeah. when when people p- people that used to come aren't coming as much, watch, watching online and stuff, which is okay. You know, we'd love to have you back, by the way. But you know, we, and we understand. Yeah. But it, but there's a group of people that maybe have been turned on because there are more churches and there is more content out there, and it's like, whoa, we gotta. Yeah. You know, let's get face to face with these folks. Pre-COVID, even 80 percent of Kentuckians right. aren't in church, right. and so we we want to we want them to hear the good news. Yes. So, yep. if you have questions uh, about the gospel, put them in the comments. We'd love to have some discussions about them. In Absolutely. The next Absolutely. few weeks. This is a good. This is good. We didn't really talk much about your sermon. You t- you preached out of the Book of Psalms. Psalm one twenty six about him who sows with tears will come rejoicing and collecting the sheaves right. because God God's the God of the harvest and He blesses our. I like that. I like your your 
Uh, Two of the things that you said that I liked this week was uh, when you told the guy, hey, I'm not a great church member, but, and you got all fired up at him. Yeah, yeah. I like to see that herald every once in a while. But anyway. Yeah. uh, (laughs) The other one was, you can't leave the beans in the bag and expect them to grow in the field. Yeah. You should put that on a t-shirt, I believe. (laughs) I probably heard it somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) I said, I looked over, well, I looked over it. Jacob, when you said it, and he was, he was kind of giggling, but I was like, you, you can't leave the beans in the bag and expect them to grow. That's right. That's Which is, right. I mean, that's, that's the truth, right? I mean, you can't hold all that info to yourself and expect yeah. somebody just to know it. Yeah, we can't know the gospel and expect people to be saved if we don't go sow the seeds. Good stuff. So what do we got going on here at church? A couple of baptisms on Sunday. Yes, we do. And uh, being Act 16 on Sunday and uh, exciting for that. And uh Making plans for we got a next steps class on Sunday. If That's you want to I was hoping you'd get know to. more about the church, well, after the second service on Sunday, you can come and we'll tell yeah. you what's going on and what we're all about. And, Register uh, for that if you get a chance. Yep, it's online, isn't it? Yes. Yes. Okay. And we'll have lunch. Yep. There's food. That's yep. that's that's we're, we're, we do everything. There's usually food, but but just so they know how much food to get. Yep. So that I mean, I need to make sure I get some food. Oh yeah, we got to feed Danny. He would go home on us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's not true i'd come even if there wasn't food but um there, there's always food here somewhere i can find yeah just a candy bar or something to get but get by and then uh we've got uh the wednesday night stuff is, is still going on we've got yep. the uh, we got the kids rock and they've got the men's bible study and the women's bible study and yeah. not bible study i'm sorry uh uh evangelism Groups, uh, discipleship groups. Yeah, I was yeah. struggling right there. We had some visitors last Wednesday night. We did. We did. I got a, a couple people. I got a new person came in. Well, not new, but a new member on our Sunday school class, and she was awesome. So uh, yeah. she said she liked it, and said we'll see. But awesome. uh, yeah, we we had good. We, <laughs> it was really funny because we were going to go over some of the gospel stuff in, in the packet. And I was like, nah, we'll do that next week. And yeah. we went through some some Thessalonians, and, and uh, it was good. We, well, our, our group is good, man. They're, People are asking questions, and, and we're having good discussions, and yeah. you know, it's just really good stuff. Awesome. Not not bragging up my Sunday school class, but we got a pretty good Sunday school class, if you're looking. Yeah, that's me. So. Amen. Amen. Thank is that, you is that all we got? Yep. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you, guys, and uh, I'll, I'll pray us out. All right, man. Lord, <laughs> Lord, we just thank you so much for uh, just being able to discuss going out and, and telling the good news to people. Or just, uh, you know, that's what the gospel is. It's the best news. It's the best news that we could tell somebody else and let them know just what Christ has done in our lives and what, what really your plan is for their lives. Lord, we just thank you so much for that. And, and thank you for the ability to, to just have a church that's, that's excited about going out and telling people. I mean, that's what we're, we should be doing anyway. And we're just so happy that, you know, that, that everybody's on board and, and we're just so excited about it. And we thank you for the sunshine that we've been having. And we just thank you for the baptisms in our church, Lord. And I just thank you for my, for my new grandbaby and that the parents are doing well. And, and, and I'm just so thankful and, and so blessed. And we're just uh, ask that, uh, that, that one person that either sees this or hears this or, or, or gets excited about, um, knowing you or or wants to help tell somebody about you. Well, that's what our intention is, and we thank you for that. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Oh, it worked. <laughs>